you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters. I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And yes, I am in quite the chipper mood right now, as you can imagine, after Missouri takes down number six, Tennessee, 73 to 64. Yes, I'm happier than a puppy with two Peters. But having said that, you know what? Today's episode of Locked on Mizzou is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. And I guess I'll start by giving myself just a tiny bit of credit. I really thought the start for Missouri was incredibly important in this game because we all know the start in Columbia against the Volunteers was absolutely terrible. But really just in general, this Missouri team really for the last couple, three years with this general group of guys, Tillman, Pinson, the Smiths, all these guys, there tends to be a lot of slow starts. And in our previous game against South Carolina, Missouri got off to an excellent start going up 10 nothing, and that ultimately ended up being about the difference in the game. I believe Missouri won that game by 11 points. And similarly tonight, Missouri gets off to a fantastic start. They're up 25-16, for instance, at the under-8 timeout. But, boy, the first 10 minutes of defense in particular by Missouri, the energy, the whole thing, that's what, that's exactly what a mature team does, quite honestly. And that was my big disappointment, going back to the Mississippi State sort of blown opportunity there on the road in Starkville. The second half, I was upset just because I thought Missouri let their guard down. It wasn't just that, oh, maybe Mississippi State caught fire, which they did to some extent, but to me, the energy just wasn't there by Missouri. But not only did Missouri have plenty of energy, coming out of the gates, though quite honestly, I'm not really sure how many offensive adjustments Missouri really made in this game compared to the game in Columbia, at least on first glance, because to me, Xavier Pinson obviously was fabulous in this ball game, especially finishing at the basket, but man, some of those finishes, gosh, four or five of them really right at the rim, I mean, were double clutches, triple clutches, balls that are scoop shots that he's keeping way away from the defender. I mean, in theory, these are low percentage shots, but give him all the credit in the world. He was making them. I'm just saying it's not as though suddenly the shots that were hard to make at the rim for Pinson and other guys, especially Pinson, wasn't like suddenly, oh, well, these are easy shots to, to finish at the rim. No, almost none of those were easy finishes, except the time or two when he was going right at Vescovi for Tennessee. But really what opened the game up for Pinson and Missouri was that his jump shot was going in so effectively. Three of three from downtown, also hit some step backs in mid-range, as well. So as good as Pinson's first step is, as explosive as he can be 
off the bounce, off the jump, off of any off of anything, basically. Yeah, when he's hitting the jump shot, that really opens up his game and and the entire Missouri game as well. And you know what? Drew Smith got off to a great start as well. He certainly cooled off as the game went along in the second half. But again, Missouri just has to have Drew Smith be aggressive. And it was just good to see that. He ends up being three of nine from downtown. But you know what? 33% from Mizzou, we'll take it. Now, as for Jeremiah Tillman, I actually thought he ended up having somewhat of a strange game just in terms of luck, I guess you could say. He ends up with four fouls. I thought a couple of those were, at least a couple of those were were quite shaky. So I thought Tillman was fine as far as most of his decision-making. Now, on one hand, there was a couple times when I noticed he may have gotten away with shoving a little bit away from the ball in rebound situations, but oddly enough, he got away with some, but some of our other guys didn't get away with it. And I got to say, I'm all for the freedom of movement offensively, sort of cleaning up contact on drives, on picks away from the ball, that kind of thing, helping shooters out. But when it comes to rebounding, can we please be a little bit physical? But again, I digress. Let's get back to Tillman. You know, obviously he missed a couple dunks in this game. You're not going to see that very often. One time was a nice move, gets himself to the rim, just may have tried to throw it down too hard. I don't know. Another time in the open court, he's out front on a fast break. Again, misses another dunk. He just makes those two plays. Suddenly his stat line ends up being a lot more pretty. He's got 13 points. I don't know. I thought Tillman played pretty well. It was just kind of a bizarre night for him and some bizarre officiating at times that kind of took him out of the game, at least in terms of rhythm. But what I liked is even after he missed those dunks, he seemed to be smiling, which some people think, oh, well, gosh darn it. You shouldn't be happy when you miss a dunk. It's not about being happy. It's about not letting your emotions get the better of yourself. And I think that's something that certainly has happened to Jeremiah in the past and certainly something I can relate to as well, especially out on the golf course. And before we get to more of this Tennessee, wonderful, frankly, Tennessee basketball victory, I want to tell you about a new sponsor, and that's Keeps. And quite honestly, I have some I have some experience with this particular product because did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? Well, you know what? I'm 38 and frankly, my hair is doing pretty good, but it's certainly not what it used to be. It's certainly receded a little bit. And what you want to do is to get out in front of it. Prevention is key. So keeps treatments typically take between four to six months to see results so it's important to act fast. So the sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair that you will save. So go to Keeps.com slash college to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash college for your first month of treatment for free. And I believe Tennessee closed tonight as an eight and a half point favorite at betonline.ag, and I tell you, if you'd have taken the Missouri money line tonight, I apologize for missing that number off the top of my head, but it had to be 
plus 250, maybe plus 300. Man, you'd have had quite the beautiful win there. And honestly, on these road games this season, if I were you, definitely take those money line underdogs. Why even bother with the spread? Things can get weird with the free throw game at the end. But regardless, there's only one place that has you covered and only one place you we trust when it comes to bookmaking, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up for a free account today at betonline.ag. Use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Again, that's 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit if you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And of course, I usually have a pretty good feel for Missouri as far as their wins and losses go. But if you want advice on bets around the sports world, you got to check out Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. So subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get your podcasts. And where would Tennessee be in that ball game in the first half in particular without Eve Pons? I mean, my goodness, how good is that guy right now? SEC Defensive Player of the Year last season. I'd be surprised, frankly, if he doesn't win it again this year the way he's going. But, boy, his offensive game is really coming along, too. Hit three three-pointers, hit all three of his two-pointers, just an efficient offensive game tonight. Man, he is tough. If he's not an NBA player, I'm an idiot. I mean, seriously, if he can knock down jump shots, there's no way he's not a first-round draft pick. So, I don't know. I just really enjoy watching Eve Pons play, to be honest with you. But I will say, speaking of Pons, one play that he made in the first half that got my goat a little bit, nothing personal, Eve, God knows... I'm a fan of yours, but Pinson goes to the rim, balls missed, one of his few misses on the night, but you know what? It should have been a goaltend because Pond's got his hand in the net, and frankly, that is, by the book, that's a goaltend. It just is. You're not allowed to hit the backboard or the rim, certainly not the rim or the net when the ball is up in the air, when the ball is is near the basket on a shot. That that's a that's a goaltend. What if you just grabbed the net and pulled the rim down? Well, obviously that's the extreme example of that, but any touching of the net can have a somewhat of an effect on the ball. That's why it's a goaltend. So I don't understand why that particular violation is not called very often, quite frankly. One good thing Missouri has suddenly figured out is that Mitchell Smith, for as, for as effective as a defensive player as he is and as effective as a rebounder as he is, he almost doesn't need to shoot from anywhere on the court. And I was watching the game with my family tonight, and I was corrected and said, well, he shouldn't shoot three-pointers. Really look at the numbers. Mitchell should not shoot, and frankly, just watch him play. He shouldn't shoot from almost anywhere that isn't a dunk at this point. But fortunately, in his 26 minutes tonight, he only took one shot and no three-pointers. And you know what? I told Kobe Brown that he was open for a reason on his one three-point miss, but he had a make as well. So one out of two, hey, one out of two ain't bad. 
again, I thought, you know, Kobe, he fouled out. I still liked his overall game tonight. I love his effort. I love his toughness. And certainly him knocking down five out of six free throws, including after getting just absolutely whacked in the face by Victor Bailey Jr. on that flagrant foul. Victor Bailey, what the hell, man? Come on. Your dad went to Mizzou. He's one of our great receivers of all time. Take it down a notch, pal. But obviously, Conzo Martin had his team ready to play tonight, had him motivated, had him playing with tremendous energy, playing great defense. But, you know, if there's a couple things that I'll nitpick, I'll give you one of them right now. And that's that in the first half, I think defensively, Missouri may have been overhelping a little bit. And that's something that happens quite a bit with this Tiger team in the past couple seasons, I've noticed, especially when you have a a, a five-man in particular. If you have a pick-and-pop five-man, that's a shot that's going to be open a lot against this Mizzou defense. But that really wasn't the case tonight. But for whatever reason, the Tigers were really sucking in defensively in the paint and forcing the volunteers to shoot three-pointers. And, well, quite honestly, that strategy didn't really work. The three-point shot kept them in the ball game, especially in the first half, but the Vols end up shooting 40% from the three-point line. And believe it or not, my other slight critique of Conzo in this game actually involves Xavier Penson. But first, I have to tell you about rockauto.com, which is a family business which has been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet for your interior. So whether it's your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need with a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And in the COVID world, isn't that convenient? So go to rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your vehicle and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com NFL analyst, Brian Peacock and former NFL scout, Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks and previews and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And you know what? Stunningly, Xavier Pinson, for all of his incredible basketball artistry in this past day, 27 points. Well, he did it in just 30 minutes. Quite honestly, how does he only play 30 minutes? Well, a big part is because he picked up two fouls in the first half and Conzo Martin decided to save him a little bit. And quite honestly, when a guy is that hot. I mean, just that scalding white hot. You just have to ride him, especially in college basketball where the game stops 
where you get an automatic timeout every four minutes. And as a coach, my goodness, if he seems like he's a little tired, how about this? Use one of your five timeouts and just stop the game for a minute. I don't know. To me, when he got the second foul, I was never worried about him fouling out of the game so much. So just tell him to be a little bit careful defensively. I don't know. That would be a slight nitpick there. I think I would have trusted Pence in there a little bit. But hey, what do I know? Missouri ultimately won the game. So maybe Conzo knows exactly what he's doing. And while obviously everything worked out in the long run, just in general and in this game as well, I'm not a big fan of when you have a 9-10 point lead with 3-4 minutes left in the game, for instance. I'm just not a big fan of dribbling the air out of the ball for the first 10 to 15 seconds of the shot clock because then just every time you end up a little bit out of sync for the most part, number one, but then it's, okay, well, with eight seconds left, I guess somebody's going to have to go one-on-one. Now, the good news is, is obviously Xavier Pinson was an incredible one-on-one player in this ball game, but that's not always the case. He doesn't always have it going And he certainly doesn't have it going to the level he had tonight at all times. But God, the God's honest is you're never going to get easy offense just going one-on-one. And we don't have LeBron James out there. Listen, I love Xavier Pinson, but I don't care who you are. There are a few guys in college basketball that you can just count on to go one-on-one with eight seconds left in the shot clock and expect them to get an efficient shot. But you know what? I don't want to be too critical because, again, this is such a fantastic victory by the Tigers tonight. Just to be able to split with Tennessee, obviously the game in Columbia was really disappointing. But to win this one tonight, heck, it it erases it all completely. Missouri now kind of in second place. If you just go in the loss column, they're at 4-2. and two. Obviously, Alabama is undefeated, but Missouri, the only team with two losses. However, they've played six games to many other teams, eight. So, again, it's going to be kind of weird following the standings here since everyone isn't on the same level. But, again, my biggest takeaway, I'm so happy that Missouri realized that they needed to come out with great energy and focus tonight. And, frankly, This should be a lesson that that's how they need to come out in every single ball game for the rest of the season. Now, does that mean they're going to win every single game if they do so? No, but they're going to give themselves the absolute best chance they can. And really, just that mentality was the difference in the ball game. And just statistically, it kind of bears it out. Josh Ward, who I just talked to, Yesterday on this podcast, well, he tweeted out that both teams shot 43%, but Mizzou ends up taking nine more shots. And why is that? Well, seven fewer turnovers, and they also won the rebounding battle as well. That's the difference in the ball game. Just a little bit smarter and a little bit tougher were your Missouri Tigers. And, well, Tennessee had a hot three-point shooting game. Fortunately, the Tigers did too. So, again, that was kind of a wash. So, congratulations to a senior-laden, experienced ball club that really proved what kind of team hopefully they're going to be going forward tonight. I'm really, really excited 
especially after this victory tonight. And I hope all of you are too. And you know what? Get excited to join me again next week for several more episodes. I got four more coming at you. Yes, this is basically the sixth episode of last week. So you're going to get four more next week. I'm not entirely sure when they'll come. We'll play it by ear because who knows what news will come. I'm going to be flexible and run to daylight as usual. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.